0: Thank you for joining us on Loving Theology. Our aim is to reconcile our hearts to the truth in God's Word. I hope that you find something inspirational in today's content.
1: Hi, I'm Joseph Walter. Today I wanted to talk about my post, The Work and The Worry. Last week we took a break from our series on rest to do a special post for Mother's Day. This week, I'd like to pick up where we left off with the second in our series on resting in our weakness. In Matthew 11:29, 29, Jesus said, "'Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, "'for I am gentle and humble in heart, "'and you will find rest for your souls.'" His example of gentleness and humility enables us to receive his rest. In the first post of this series, we talked about gentleness or meekness and saw how receiving Christ's gentleness enables us to receive his yoke and move together with him. This week, let's explore humility to see how it enables us to receive rest. The second word humble comes from the Greek root topanos, and basically describes someone who is dependent on the Lord rather than dependent on self. Now at first glance, that sounds very similar to our description of the word meek from the first week, but if you'll allow me, let me summarize the difference. To be meek is to be submissive to the Father's will. To be humble is to be reliant on God's power. But how does being reliant on God's power enable us to receive his rest? We know that we're called to do what we see him doing and say what we hear him saying how can we rest whenever we're so busy doing and saying all of the things that we're supposed to do our passage in matthew 11 makes clear that his promise is to provide rest for our souls now we can be active in our bodies while being at rest in our souls you see working hard and seeing the progress can actually be kind of fun ecclesiastes even says that work is a gift from god there is nothing better for a person than that he should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil this also I saw is from the hand of God but it doesn't always feel like this particularly because work can also bring with it stress but Solomon doesn't say simply that work is good but that finding enjoyment in our work is good so how can we enjoy our work Solomon goes on to say apart from him who can eat or who can find enjoyment ecclesiastes 2:25. we cannot enjoy our work without God's help He's the one who takes the unenjoyable and unhealthy part of the work, the burden. You see, the work itself is fun. It's the stress, worry, and anxiety that really steals that joy from us. God is the one who makes our work actually produce something meaningful, not us. It's his burden to carry. Consider what Paul said about how God made his work effective. As God assigned to each, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. That's in 1 Corinthians 3, 5 through 6. Solomon explained it this way in Psalms 127. He said, Unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. In vain do you rise early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil. For he gives to his beloved sleep. When we rely on his power to make our work effective, then we can release this anxious toil that wears on our soul with worry, and instead, we can find enjoyment in our toil so that we can find rest for our souls. But what does that look like? Let's look at the battle that the Israelites had with Amalek in the wilderness. This was the battle where whenever Moses held up his hands, Israel prevailed. And whenever he let down his hands, Amalek prevailed in Exodus 17, 11. Now holding a staff in the air might get tiring as it did for Moses. And if you do it for long enough, you might need help as Moses did. But it's hard to say that it's a stressful job. Now don't get me wrong. Moses could have gotten stressed about whether or not Israel was going to win. But at, and he also could have gotten stressed about was he holding the staff just right. But at the end of the day, it wasn't the way that Moses held the staff that made Israel successful. What's more, it wasn't the way that the Israelites fought on the field that made them successful. No, in this story we see that it was God's power that made their work effective. But he still allowed Moses and the soldiers to play a part. But he was the one who caused their success. In the first post for this series i mentioned how meekness isn't exactly a desirable virtue this week's virtue humility isn't a noticeable improvement both of these virtues carry with them a theme of weakness and frankly weakness isn't all that appealing but you see it's only in receiving and accepting our weakness that we are able to find rest in meekness we rely on his direction rather than our own planning and as a result we find ourselves in his presence more And it's in his presence that he says i will give you rest see our series make room to be refreshed for more on that in humility we rely on his power rather than our own so that we don't add worry to the work that he asks us to do and we are able to find rest for our souls in the midst of it as we finish out this series on rest next week i'm excited to share with you what god showed me about how christ's promise of an easy yoke and a light burden have an even deeper meaning It helped me to see the gift that salvation is in a whole new light.
0: If you would like more content, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can also find videos of our content on the Loving Theology YouTube channel. Visit us at lovingtheology.com to find all of our posts and links to our references. You can also subscribe to our email at our website or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for joining us.